Hey, welcome to Connection Over Coffee with me, Phil McAuliffe, the loneliness guy. Today, we're going to have an important chat about why loneliness is so bad for us. This podcast is all about destigmatizing loneliness and promoting authentic connection for gay men globally. It contains content relating to the mental, emotional, and physical well-being of gay men. If that's going to offend you or anyone in earshot, now's the best time for you to move on. Okay, with that said, how about you go and get us a table where we can chat and I'll go get the coffees sorted. Here you go. If this is the first time that we've connected over coffee, welcome. I want to acknowledge that you may have just taken a huge step to engaging with the thoughts and feelings that you might actually be a lonely gay man. This is a really big step and please know how proud I am of you and how much effort I recognise it may have just taken to press play on this episode. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about the physical, mental, and emotional impact that chronic loneliness has on us. And I put the emphasis on chronic there deliberately because loneliness is an emotion that affects everybody, be us gay, straight, female, male, whatever, whatever we are, loneliness affects us all at some point. And loneliness is meant to be a short-term emotion. It's it's our, our mind's way, our body's way of saying that we need meaningful connection and to go get that meaningful connection. But for many of us in this modern world, feeling a short-term emotion and then rectifying it into chronically feeling that emotion, in this case, chronically feeling lonely. And loneliness when we experience chronic loneliness is just a slippery emotion to pin down. It's kind of like nailing a jellyfish to the ceiling. We know it, but we also don't really know how to identify loneliness, where it begins, how it ends, how we got to this place. All we know is that perhaps right now you are feeling chronically lonely. And that's enough. That's enough. We can do great things from this realization. Indeed, I maintain that there is such power in simply acknowledging that we are lonely, be that chronically or otherwise, that we are lonely because we now get to create the meaningful connection that we need within ourselves, with those closest to us, and with our communities. But it does take hard work. But really, as we'll see, there really is no other option than to do the road back, than to start to walk the road back to connection with ourselves, our loved ones, and our communities. Because did you know that loneliness reduces longevity by 70%? That statistic in and of itself means nothing, doesn't it? I mean, statistics can be a way of convincing us that something is an issue. But So I want to really put that into wider perspective. And these statistics come from studies conducted by or involving Dr. John Cacioppo from the University of Chicago. Now, 
He was the rock star of, if I can put it that way, of loneliness and loneliness studies and the effect of loneliness on us humans. And he compared it, it being loneliness and the longevity or the reduction in longevity that it has on us humans with other widely known factors that reduce our lifespan, including obesity. So keeping in mind that loneliness reduces our longevity by 70%, obesity was found to reduce our longevity by 20%, drinking reduces our longevity by 30%, and smoking reduces our longevity by 50%. Loneliness, it's often said, is the new smoking. But I feel that those statistical outcomes propel loneliness into a league of its own and worthy of our attention, both within ourselves, if that didn't shake you and give you a a bit of pause for thought and remind you, I guess, or, or inform you of the seriousness of chronic loneliness to you as it is to me and my physical, mental and emotional well-being as it is yours, then I don't know what will. But let's keep on going with looking at these statistics and other studies all cited in a blog post that I published on my website, The Loneliness Guy, on the 23rd of March, 2020, which uh, was called Why is, Why is Loneliness So Bad for Us Anyway? All of these studies are cited and referenced, but for ease of listening and, and continuity of flow, um, I'll, I'll refrain from giving uh, citations, but they're all in that blog post if you want to dig into into that some more and there's a link to that blog post in the episode description um, for this episode but loneliness increases our risk of heart disease so stroke and heart attack or heart attack by 30 percent so that little emotion that you may have downplayed or not even known that you've experienced until recently until recently listening to my words or reading my blogs that you didn't think really affected you at all but you realized and are coming to the realization that you might be lonely or that you are lonely and lacking meaningful connection in your life you didn't know that you were putting yourself, your ignorance, without using that as a pejorative term, without, you know, no value judgments, but the ignorance of this is increasing our risk of contracting stroke or heart attacks by 30%. There are studies being done, um, and indeed as far back as 2003 in Psychology Today, that talk about the long-term effects, long-term health effects, of our of of loneliness including that including relating to heart disease and stroke essentially 
the thoughts and feelings of loneliness continually pump out or frequently pump out our stress hormone cortisol. It makes our heart muscle work harder and our blood vessels are subjected to damage by the turbulence caused by erratic heartbeats or or frequent hard heartbeats out we we don't get much of a chance to relax when we're lonely because we are programmed the release of the cortisol hormone puts us into fight or flight which is the evolutionary response to loneliness and i want to take a sidestep here about the fight or flight reflex i guess in us and remind you of what happens to a frog put in boiling water so i apologize if this gets a little graphic for a moment but it it really illustrates the point so well what happens when we put a frog straight into a pot of boiling water the frog says nah this is stupid this is nuts and automatically as a reflex runs flights and and leaps out of the pot to safety but if you put a frog into a pot of room temperature water and slowly bring it to the boil the frog will sit there and slowly cook and when we are in fight or flight we know we 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 automatically know that we need to do something we need to stay in fight or we need to run when we are lonely when we experience chronic loneliness we are the equivalent of the frog in the pot where it is being slowly brought to the boil we get used to our stress hormones coursing around our body because it kind of becomes our default setting which is the way that loneliness is so physically damaging to us and puts us at that higher risk of heart attack and strokes quite apart from that loneliness is a huge driver for addictive behaviors it is a driver for depression and suicide loneliness it's been found is a root cause of addictive behaviors be that to alcoholism to drug use to exercise to work to shopping to sex to whatever it is the the will to connect and to find meaningful connection can lead us to finding that meaningful connection in ways that do not serve us that may have once served us but don't continue to serve us this episode this chat is all about saying how hard loneliness is on us physically mentally and emotionally and how you possibly just like me over the course of years have sat in your pot and the water uh, that the temperature of the water around us has slowly been increasing increasing and we haven't noticed it but all of a sudden we realize that we're deeply uncomfortable in our pot and it's time to do something and that something can be terrifying because 
while it's uncomfortable in our part, it's our part. And, you know, we're kind of used to it. And where are we going to go anyway? And, you know, are we going to leap out into another pot? Are we going to... You know what I mean. We can be very comfortable where we are, even if where we are doesn't serve us. So this is my invitation to you as we wrap this coffee up. This is my invitation to you. If you want to do something, if you've realized that the pot of water that you're in is getting to an uncomfortable temperature, that the pot of water that you have been in for some time no longer serves you, the only thing that you can do is to do something different. And that prospect, if you are like me and where you are comfortable in life, the prospect of doing something different, the prospect of admitting, even admitting in this world that while everybody experiences loneliness from time to time, and indeed so many of us, so many of us gay men report being lonely, that we can simply accept that as our lot in life and fear admitting to ourselves and to those around us that we are scared that we are lonely and we're scared to admit that and fear the judgment but that comes at a cost that comes that is coming at a cost to you right now physically mentally and emotionally and i know how hard it is to do something different to try and work through it that's why I've created a space on Facebook, a private space for premium subscribers to The Loneliness Guy to come and get support from me and other gay men who are also working through their own feelings, thoughts and feelings of chronic loneliness and are working to get the meaningful connection in their life. Amazing things happen when we build a community of people who are committed to helping each other and are committed to helping you find the meaningful connection in your life that you do need. Can you do that? Can you become a premium subscriber to The Loneliness Guy? There's a link in the episode description, um, in the description to this episode, and know that no matter what your thinking no matter what you're feeling about your own worthiness and your own causes of loneliness that I'm here that I'm here having coffee with you right now and you are not alone loneliness are those thoughts and feelings that we can just grow accustomed to but it's doing you significant damage It doesn't have to be that way. You're capable of brave things. How about we be brave and courageous together? I won't keep you for too much longer, but I want to say thank you for connecting over coffee with me once again. And until next time, be safe, be kind, and be awesomely you. All sounds that you heard in this episode were recorded at Prefab Eatery on Jesse Street, Wellington. All views expressed in this episode are my own and are intended to support, challenge and inspire gay men to consider the issue of loneliness and increase 
awareness of the need for authentic connection with themselves, with others and their communities as an antidote to loneliness. They are not intended to, nor should they, replace the advice of a licensed helping professional. Please consult the resources page on my website, thelonelinessguide.com, if you feel that you need the services of a licensed helping professional. Thanks for listening.